Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 22, verses 19 through 28. But you, O Lord, do not be far away. O my help, come quickly to my aid. Deliver my soul from the sword, my life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion. From the horns of the wild oxen you have rescued me. I will tell of your name to my brothers and sisters. In the midst of the congregation I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him. Stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he did not despise or abhor the affliction of the afflicted. He did not hide his face from me, but heard when I cried to him. From you comes my praise in the great congregation. My vows I will pay before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. Isaiah chapter 56, verses 9 through 12. All you wild animals... All you wild animals in the forest come to devour. Israel's sentinels are blind. They are all without knowledge. They are all silent dogs that cannot bark, dreaming, lying down, loving to slumber. The dogs have a mighty appetite. They never have enough. The shepherds also have no understanding. They've all turned to their own way, to their own gain, one and all. Come, they say, let us get wine. Let us fill ourselves with strong drink, and tomorrow will be like today, great beyond measure. Romans chapter 2, verses 17 through 29. But if you call yourself a Jew and rely on the law and boast of your relation to God and know his will and determine what is best because you are instructed in the law, and if you are sure that you are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, a corrector of the foolish, a teacher of children, having in the law the embodiment of knowledge and truth, you then that teach others, will you not teach yourself? While you preach against stealing, do you steal? You that forbid adultery, do you commit adultery? You that abhor idols, do you rob temples? You that boast in the law, do you dishonor God by breaking the law? For as it is written, the name of God is blaspheming is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. Circumcision is, indeed is of value if you obey the law, but if you break the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. So if those who are uncircumcised keep the requirements of the law, will not their uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Then those who are physically uncircumcised will keep the law 
but keep the law, will condemn you that have writ the written code and circumcision, but break the law. For a person is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is true circumcision something external and physical. Rather, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and real circumcision is a matter of the heart. It is spiritual and not literal. Such a person receives praise not from others, but from God. Good morning and welcome to the second Thursday after Pentecost. Uh, this morning's reading uh, on the Revised Common Lectionary provided by the Vanderbilt Divinity Library um, it offers two options for readings, and it does that for several days uh, coming up. I don't know if that's going to remain through Pentecost. And as soon as I figure out how to decide which of the two readings um, to do um, consistently, I'll, I'll mention it. This morning I've chosen the first reading because the second reading was incredibly long. It was almost, it was like two full psalms, a whole lot of stuff from Genesis and then I think Galatians. Um, but as soon as I figure out exactly what's going on and figure out how to um, consistently do whatever it is that um, I think it is that I'll have to do for however long these dual readings are um, offered, I'll, I'll let you know. But this morning's readings uh, that I've chosen, at least, uh, speak of uh, politics and... Um, and everything that uh, can get wrapped up in um, politics when we lose sight of what politics are for. Um, I think one thing that um, the election of Donald Trump shows is that there's a large swath of American voters, um, maybe also citizens in general, but I think the percentage of uh, American citizens who are eligible to vote and don't are is kind of unfortunate, but um, it does show uh, that there's a large amount of people who are disgusted at how politics have um, kind of evolved over the last, who knows, maybe decade or more. Um, they're tired of the status quo. Um, they're tired of feeling like um, the only people who matter in politics are people with money or companies or um, urban centers. Uh, the election of Trump, despite being a self-professed billionaire, um, he presented himself as an underdog, as somebody who was as tired of politics as usual as his base, uh, who are largely poor, largely rural, uh, but very active politically. Um, he was rejected and, and just not liked in the establishment in New York and elsewhere. And that's how a lot of poor rural people feel about um, what has happened from the time when uh, uh, the, the focus has uh, come to urban centers um, to the detriment of infrastructure and um, any kind of political good that, can, uh, that makes its way to rural kind of um, uh, center of the country kind of uh, locations and interests and concerns. Um, but I mention that because um, one of the um, one of the most um, uh, 
don't know, prominent uh, rallying cries is how corrupt politics has become. And I don't think this is just Donald Trump. I think also Elizabeth Warren. I think uh, Bernie Sanders and the whole phenomenon of populism. Um, the the reading from Isaiah uh, describes uh, it's his voice calling to Israel's enemies, saying, "Look, they're asleep. Their sentinels are blind." Um, their their leaders and their rulers and their shepherds have no understanding. They've turned to their own way, uh, to their own gain, um, not to the security or uh, the prosperity of Israel as a whole, but only their own. Um, and you may hear in that uh, something that Bernie Sanders is calling the billionaire class. Um, people who have money not only continue to get more and more money at an exponentially disproportionate rate, um, but they all, they're serving their own interests. Um, politics helps them make more money. Um, and it, it closes with this kind of foreboding reference. Come, the, the dogs and the, the enemies say, let's get, or, or the, I'm sorry, the, the, the narrator um, speaks for Israel and its leaders um, ironically, um, or disparagingly and saying, let's just get more beer. Let's fill ourselves with wine and, and shots. Tomorrow will be like today. It's going to be great. We're going to make a whole lot of money. We're, things are going to go our way and nothing will change. That's how sure they are in how corrupt and how degraded the system that they are ruling over has become. And the reading from Romans um, is not exactly the same, but it has some correlation to people who boast in their own identity as Jews, um, who think that um, that somehow they've earned more simply by um, being a member of this body who um, is uh, chosen and specially favored by God. Um, and it seems like this mis characterization of favor. I mean, Israel time and again was chosen for suffering and chosen for wrath because of this special relationship. And um, Paul, similarly speaking to the the leaders and the rulers and the shepherds of Israel, um, he asks, um, do you preach against stealing while you're stealing? Do you forbid adultery? Um, even as you commit adultery? Do you condemn, say, homosexuality, even though you entertain homosexual relationships? I'm thinking of like Ted Haggard. Um, the echoes uh, resound through today as Paul talks about um, you boast in the law and yet dishonor God by breaking the law. Um, and it goes on and on in this idea that... Um, uh, people who don't even know God, who aren't uh, who aren't circumcised, who are uncivilized, and who are far from what we think of as um, you know, kind of the norm, they're honoring God more, even though they aren't circumcised, even though they aren't at the center of power. Um, uh, and he says, you know, in reality, a person isn't a Jew just because they're circumcised. A person isn't an American. A person isn't a good person just because you know they've got cool tattoos or they wear a red hat. 
um, the the person who is a Jew is one inwardly, and real circumcision is a matter of the heart. Real, you know, quote unquote, real Americans are those who abide by those principles and values that have defined America: freedom and justice, and um, and uh, the pursuit of happiness. Not those who just talk about it, not those who have it but don't share it, but those for whom those values have shaped them inwardly. Um, uh, and I'm not defending one side or another necessarily, um, but it is important to to um, remember that you talk is cheap, essentially. Um, what matters is is the the kind of person you are and the kind of person you are is under your control and it also will determine what those outward actions are um, and that's what matters most is the kind of person that you are made internally by the things that you do the things that you do do shape you um, but they aren't like merit badges they're not you know close on a, a cab or a CIB you know, combat action badge or combat infantryman badge. That's not the point. The point is, what kind of person has combat made you? If that merit badge, if that um, little thing above your left breast is more important than the lessons you learn from combat, there's something wrong. If you're more invested in the things that people can see, you'll only ever do the things, uh, you'll only ever do something for people to see them rather than it being the right thing. Um, anyway, so I think that's not stretching the reading too far. Um, but if it is, feel free to let me know. Um, we'll return tomorrow morning with the second Friday after Pentecost, and hopefully soon I'll have figured out what's going on with these dual readings and have something to report back. Proper 6 from the Book of Common Prayer Keep, O Lord, your household, the church, in your steadfast faith and love, that through your grace we may proclaim your truth with boldness and minister your justice with compassion. For the sake of our Savior Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where PewPewHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with the recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or 
kept private for me to pray for off air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.